Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's International Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Good morning and welcome to the next edition of the Chief Investment Office Weekly Investment Outlook. Uh, my name is Stuart Haslam, Head of Communications for the International Private Bank, and very pleased to welcome our Chief Investment Officer from the Americas, Deepak Puri. Deepak, good morning. Good morning, Stuart. Good morning to you. So let's go into, uh, realistically, what was a very big week last week before we start to look forward. And I think one of the biggest numbers that all of our listeners want to hear your views on is this um, inflation print in the US. What was your take? Yes, uh, definitely uh, uh, one for the ages. Uh, you know, the CPI number came in, the nominal number was uh, 6.2%, where the expectation was 58 we are clearly seeing this broadening of price pressures within the measure with most of the underlying inflation uh, rising at the fastest monthly rate since the early 1980s. And I think uh, that we are going to see some of these pressures staying with us for the next few months, um, really driven by the supply chain issues, increased pressures via rent and healthcare expenses, as well as the potential price surge on those reopening categories like airfare, lodging, and restaurants. So I don't necessarily feel that it's going to change the Fed's policy action, but it's really a number that'll, that's eye-popping enough for Fed to take notice. The other one that's putting a pressure on prices, I suppose, is, uh, is commodities. And you know, we've spoken a lot about the pressures on you know, natural gas prices in Europe, price of oil. Um, what are our, what's our current sort of outlook on, on the commodity pressures that you're seeing? You know, I, I would think, uh, you know, so it's a very important one, especially for the Biden administration as we enter 2022, which is a midterm election year. You know, a high gasoline price in the U.S. acts as a tax for your consumers. And I think going into an election, you really don't want uh, the uh, this tax to be there when you're really trying to propel the consumption. So I think the Biden administration, if the supply-demand dynamics don't really change much, and they haven't because OPEC Plus really is not uh, using all the quota that they have in place to increase supply, I think the Biden administration might go into some executive actions where, whereby they can either release some petroleum via the strategic petroleum reserves, they can um, allow more drilling permits, they can also invoke what's called the Defense Production Act to keep the refineries and production open 24-7. So there are quite a few things by executive orders that the uh, government can do to ease off some of these um, price concerns. But I think that I would probably see that happening if the price of crude gets to be closer to, let's say $9,500. As of our talk right now, it's around $80. So may not happen right away. Okay, two more other things I wanna just touch on with you now is um, a little takeaway on, on end of Q3 earnings season. We've spoken a lot about it the last few weeks, but we really are at that end now. Um, your key takeaways, perhaps the top sort of two or three things? Yeah, again, a phenomenal quarter, you know, not as great as the second quarter, but still very impressive. 39% uh, EPS growth year over year. I think the key takeaway would be that the companies have started to raise these issues with regards to supply chain, pricing pressures, labor shortages, etc., which tells me that going forward, we might not be getting uh, anything close to this number. And we are sort of mean reverting when it comes to the EPS growth. So more like a single, mid-single digit uh, for 2022 is more likely to happen. Okay, and then the last topic before we look to the week ahead is, uh, is take a, a peek at COP26. So last week, 
Um, I spoke to our colleague Christian Nolting um, about his thoughts from week one. We've had one more week now, um, and you know, if you could, if you could pick a, a couple of highlights out of the last week of, you know, let's face it, what is the most important conference globally? Um, what would they be for you? I think for me, the the heartening piece of COP COP twenty six second week has been the engagement of various stakeholders, especially the corporates in, in this this round. Um, you know, obviously the, uh, the the agreement that is reached to phase out coal and subsidies for fossil fuel, uh, new emission reduction goals by twenty twenty two, and then calls for wealthy countries to boost funding for poorer countries to adapt to climate change. All that is well and good, but I think the fact that we are getting a much more you know, 360 degrees kind of participation from various stakeholders, be, be it asset managers, corporations, NGOs, activists, uh, you know, that bodes well. So overall, I, I think, uh, you know, obviously some of the activists might say that the, the agreement falls a bit shorter than what they would expect. I think it's a really a, a, a giant step in the right direction. Couldn't agree more, Deepak. Thanks very much. And now let's uh, let's do what this podcast says on the tin. Let's look forward to uh, to the next week. And uh, you know, can you believe it? Here we are in mid November. This year just seems to be flying by. But what are your what are your top few things that you're looking out for in the next week? Right. So it's going to be a little bit of a quieter week compared to the last two weeks. Having said that, not really shy of important uh, you know economic data. The key one is going to be the retail sales number, Stuart. It's a good precursor to as we enter the holiday season, which in the US really starts from Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. From then to the end of the year, you know, it's supposed to be, you, you really see the one fourth of the entire retail spending sort of concentrated within this five to six week period. So it's a good uh, indication of what to expect. Keep in mind the U.S. net worth has seen an uptick of over $20 trillion since the pandemic. They're close to $2.5 trillion sitting in savings. So I expect it to be a really a bumper holiday season. Um, the only concern I have is really the supply chain disruption that could create a little bit of a, a dent. But otherwise, uh, the retail sales number, most likely the most important one. And then we have some anecdotal evidence on um, how the rest of the economy is doing. So housing starts and industrial production being the other two key numbers. Uh, last but not the least, we're going to get an update uh, from DC. And that could be uh, you know, related, re related to the Budget Reconciliation Act. I really don't expect it to happen given the inflation print and Senator Manchin saying that he's not convinced that he wants to put in another $1.75 trillion into the economy, given that inflation is already running so high. So those would be the important things for the week. Never ceases to amaze me, Deepak, how much we can get through in uh, six or seven minutes here. Thank you. Thank you very much for your, for your thoughts. And to our listeners, um, as always, uh, thanks for listening in. Have an excellent weekend. Look forward to speaking to you all again next time around for the Weekly Investment Outlook. Bye-bye for now. This podcast may be considered marketing material. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount you originally invested. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, ECB, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority, BaFin, and by Germany's central bank, Deutsche Bundesbank. 
brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated, a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The product, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2021 Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.